Welcome back, everybody. I am uh, I'm joyful. I'm having a lot of fun talking to uh, Matthew Dennis Lewis. Uh, you will know him from The Queen's Gambit, which if you have not watched, uh, first of all, spoilers ahead. And second of all, please click <laughs> on the link below and go watch it. It is an incredible limited series on Netflix. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to rewatch it uh, soon uh, because I, I wanted to give a little bit of time to kind of let everything settle in, and then I'm going to go rewatch it again. It's it's a great great series. Um, I just had an opportunity to talk to uh, to the uh, lovely lady uh, who was playing Borgov's wife, Yanina Elkin. So uh, you're the second person from the show. I want to have everybody on, but. I'll stop rambling and I'll welcome officially to the program, Matthew Dennis Lewis. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's, it's my pleasure. And uh, we, we have to, again, kind of, we have to say the full name because people are familiar with certain Matthew Lewis, who's a very lovely actor, somebody who, you know, kind of all of us grew up watching uh, on Harry Potter. So I'm sure you get this a lot. Is that why Dennis uh, was inserted for SAG and all of the other uh, implications? Yeah, that is why. Um, because like, when you join the union, you have to put like the name and you, you know, a lot of times you can't use one that's already you know, used. Yeah. So uh, Matthew Lewis, not only being a very common name, mm -hmm. um, also there just so happens to be a famous Matthew Lewis already, which everyone knows from the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Uh, so that did come into effect when I started to, you know, go into the SAG union and do more work. Hey, listen, did you get any invites for, you know, they, they were thinking Matthew Lewis is in, the, is in the UK, suddenly he's in the US, he's ready to work, come on, man. Right. No, the funny thing is, is like, people would see my names, like when I'd go to little like red carpets and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and they'd see the get list of attendees, and they would see Matthew Lewis on it, because, you know, not everyone would put the middle name. Sure. People would like shut me down and be like, hey, and start talking about Harry Potter. And I'm like, oh, oh wrong one. <laughs> I like the attention, but wrong one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're being a good sport on it. I, you know, I went to YouTube and one of the first things that came up is, is a guy stopping you saying, hey, yeah, how many Harry Potter movies are we going to have? Dude, wrong, wrong Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Lewis. Right. It's, it's been really interesting, though, because um, I have gotten some like fan emails and fan DMs like, like from Facebook and stuff like that from people yeah. telling me how much they love me in the magic movies. And, <laughs> and it's like really funny because I know what they're talking about. And I'm just like, Oh, wrong one. Yeah. Well, listen, I, there is another Alan Baseberg out there. He's a really nice lawyer in LA. So uh, I actually reached out to him and, you know, when I kind of started all of my speaking and then, uh, you know, acting career, I reached out, I said, Hey, listen, you know, your name is going to be all over the place. I'm sorry about that. You know, here's, here's who I am. Uh, I'm a good guy, and uh, I always talk about him. I say anytime you know people need to find me, I said just Google Alan Vaisberg. There are only two of us. One is a really nice lawyer in LA, and I'm the other. Um, so uh, thankfully, he's not a, a part of the union, so I never had an issue with, with my name. But uh, did you ever uh, get a chance to talk to uh, to Matthew Lewis? And uh, oh, okay. I, I have not. No, maybe someday. Maybe we'll have a sit down. <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be fun and again on some headshots you guys actually look similar so i can see yeah. where, where that may come from as well yeah i've actually found my headshot on a couple of his fan sites before <laughs> very very funny well i mean that happens all the time you know i in, in my prep and kind of trying to get headshots of the people who are coming onto the show uh you put in the name google has so many wrong you know people under that name uh, I'm sure there's stuff under my name as well. Actually, that may be an interesting thing to look at. I will. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's very cool. 
And I find that uh, we'll, we'll get to the Queen's Gambit, I promise. Uh, for those of you who are watching that want to know about the show, me too. Uh, but I find it interesting from an acting perspective that, you know, we all have to deal with type. We all have to deal with representation and with people saying, well, you know, you're, you're great, but we really already have somebody like you uh, there. You not only do you have to deal with the name issues, but you also have to deal with somebody who not only looks like you, but has pretty much you know, the same name with the exception of well, the, the middle and the last name. You have a twin, uh, Russ, who, uh, who is also an actor, which yeah. I, I can't even imagine what that's like. I know you guys are close and you're really good friends and you worked on projects together like Godless and uh, The Queen's uh, Gambit. But what is that part like? You know, do you, do you ever kind of, uh, are you represented by the same agent? Do you ever get crisscrossed? Um. No, at one point in time, we had the same commercial agent because, um, you know, acting commercially as twins is very beneficial. Sure. But as far as theatrically, we yeah. always had separate reps, both as agents and managers. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we do love working together as twins, mm -hmm. but we also have, you know, different trajectories and careers is what we'd like to do as solo yeah. like artists as well. Mm -hmm. So um, it's really good to have that division because... At the end of the day also, if we were both to be auditioning for the same role and we both were up for it and both pinned and we had one agent, it's like, who does that person fight for? You know, then it gets awkward, you yeah. know? So it's always good to have that separation. Very. But, I mean, as far as the twin aspect, um, it's great because we've always been very supportive of each other. And, you know, if one, you know, is booking something or needs help with something, the other one's there to help. You know, we always do all of our auditioning together. We run lines together. You know, it's like having a built-in acting buddy. <laughs> That's very cool. So there was never an, a time where, when you kind of didn't know uh, that both of you were up for the same part. You walked in and said, dude. <laughs> Actually, surprisingly, we haven't had to audition against each other that much yet. We, we've kind cool. of been fortunate to get called in for different things. Very cool. And then, again, we'll, we'll get to your Muay Thai because I'm a huge martial arts enthusiast. So we're definitely going to cover that. But you know, kind of looking, um, I didn't see, I haven't done enough research on Russ, but uh, has he done martial arts? Uh, I think you're a little bigger than him physically. Yeah. yeah, no, I got into it when I was living in New York City. Um, right. Didn't really get into it much, but we would do pad work and stuff on the side and we'd work out together, like him and I doing pad work. So he did that aspect of it, but he never, you know, trained in the gym with me or competed. Got it. So, I mean, that's another differentiation factor, right? So you can go kind of the, the martial arts. Uh, yeah. Your it helped me it helped me book a lot of my earlier indie roles and stuff um, yeah, the I, I i saw uh i saw at least one fight um uh, in your demo reel which mm -hmm. uh, had a couple of really nice uh, moves but we'll get to that later i'm gonna get killed by all the uh queen's gambit fans if i don't talk about it now so let's talk about queen's gambit which i really 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 enjoyed uh by the way the first kind of the first scene where the uh, the two of you are introduced um, mm -hmm. There's another question that's that's there based on naming of the characters. I'll get to it in a second. But when both of you are introduced, uh, I didn't really understand that you were twins. I thought that you guys were just very similar. And then kind of it took me a second to realize, wait a second, they're twins. So uh, did you did you get that from uh, from others as well, or I'm the only idiot? No, quite a few people. It took them either. It was very split. They either automatically got it, mm -hmm. or they had to second guess it, like you. Yeah, so it's been a pretty, pretty mixed review on that. Very cool. And again, I mean, you had different hairstyles. So there, there's, a, there's 
there's stuff that I can I can go back on and say, okay, I'm not a you know total idiot. <laughs> it was a surprise thing. So um, the Queen's Gambit is an amazing show. I, I truly kind of once once I saw the first uh, episode, I was hooked and I needed to uh, to binge the whole thing. I'm really sad that it's only seven episodes, that it's a limited series. I know that you know they kind of finished the book. I'm hoping that there's going to be a season two of it because it's it's an amazing cast. It's a really, really visually, from the cinematography perspective, from the uh, emotional perspective. I mean, just the show kind of hits all of the buttons that I'm looking for. So from my side as a viewer and as an actor watching, I thoroughly enjoyed it. What was it like from your side of being actually in it? I mean, it was amazing to be a part of it. Um, we went into it already hoping and expecting a really good experience because of our previous time working with Scott, you know, yeah. on God. And so, you know, we go, we went into it and we both read the book beforehand and um, it's not much of a spoiler alert, but for those of you who are going to now go on and read the book versus the show, our characters don't exist in the book. Um, you know, the twins are in, Matt and Mike are in the book. So, right. you know, Scott, he had wanted to work with us again after Godless. And, you know, he told us, he's like, you know, we'll be working together soon, I'll let you know. Um, and then we caught wind of the Queen's Gambit and we sat down in New York City with him, actually when we were there filming for Blue Bloods. And uh, that's when he told us all about it. And he's like, this is what's happening, you know, we're doing it this fall. And so, you know, he combined a bunch of small characters and made them, you know, uh, twins. So, I mean, just to have the opportunity to be on that show is a blessing in itself. But to then be there working with the caliber of actors that we are with, you know, it was just, it's, it's one of those things that it's like, it's like an acting class in session. Like you're constantly learning the whole time you're on set. Like it's a really beautiful experience. Yeah, I, uh, and I wanna get into that uh, in a second, but I couldn't take my eyes off of Anya. Um, oh, right, seriously. I, it's, she she she's obviously a breathtakingly beautiful uh, you know woman, but that's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to the incredible range of emotion of with her not having to say anything, but just seeing everything in the eyes. <clears throat> I was glued. I, I could not uh, stop watching. It was just amazing, amazing performance. I, I really hope that she gets nominated and wins something for it. Yeah, yeah, I I truly believe she will um, because it's just. It literally draws you in, captivating. Like you can't look away from her. It's it's crazy. And the names, I just have to go back to that because again, you're Matthew, he's Russell, and then the names of the characters are Matt for you and Mike for him. I'm like, listen, either give different names that have no no uh, kind of reference to your actual name or switch them up because that's what I would have done. I would have said, okay, Russ, you're Matt and uh, you know, Matt, you're Mike, just to have more fun because when you're shooting, the days are crazy, the days are long, to have something else that's already built in for that, I would have done it completely. Was there any discussion? <laughs> no, I mean, um, we didn't really get much explanation from Scott as to why he named you know, them Matt and Mike. Um, we had some of our own speculations that mm -hmm. we were talking around with because, um, he had, you know, written Minority Report and there were twins in that named Matt and Mike. So we were like, you know, is it an ode to them? You know, is he pulling names back? You know, it was like, but um, as far as whether we were named Matt and Mike or Mike and Matt, 
I think it would have been disastrously funny but confusing on set if he was to be Matt and I was to be real Matt and then <laughs> trying to call Matt to set or let's change Matt's wardrobe or something. I would have been funny. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, 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 I think that's, it's just one of those things where like, uh, I, I want to hear, uh, I want to hear Scott talking about this. Uh, so, you know, Scott, if you're watching this, please you know, come to the program so we can discuss it. Um, okay, anyway, going, going off. So we were talking about how the show really is kind of this acting school where you can just witness it. And, and you had a chance to really work uh, a lot with uh, Anya. Uh, yeah. I'm pronouncing it in the Russian way. I, I know she's pronouncing it more Anya or you know, different people kind of have their variation. Uh, because I'm Russian speaking, I actually had you know, kind of this wonderful opportunity to be in the show. I didn't need the subtitles. I, could, you know, I can understand both. And it was, it was cool for me to see uh, I did not know that everything was shot in Berlin. That I had no idea about. I thought that you went to uh, different locations. So that took me by surprise, and Nina told me that. Um, so, but, you know, how long was the, was the shoot? Uh, how long did you guys have to stay in Berlin? Yeah, um, we were there for three months, my brother and I. Um, yeah, we, we flew in September, and we left in December. But they were there, um, I think, a couple months before we had started. And they had already done a couple weeks, you know, in Canada was the other location that they did some shooting or like exteriors for like uh, Beth's house and stuff. But yeah, we were in Berlin filming for three months ourselves. It was amazing. Like that was our first time as, you know, both of us, you know, being in Berlin. So it was a wonderful experience to not only be working on the project with those people, but also to experience the culture and really being able to settle in over that three months because yeah. most times when you work on something you fly in for a week and then you're gone or you know maybe two weeks if you're lucky but it was a wonderful experience and again to be doing that with your twin brother and sharing the experience you know because a lot of times actors have different call times or different days on set and so you don't you get to mingle once in a while but you know we had all the same days on and off so it was like okay let's do this let's do that we went to the several different cities it was fun very cool and that i i want to get into that in a second but let's come back to uh to anya um different actors kind of have their own approaches, right? So, you know, some actors stay in character because they, they don't want to lose that energy. Uh, some, uh, some actors are like, okay, I'm in character, then the scene is done. Hey, you know, I'm playing around, then I get back into it. What was she like? Was she, you know, mostly in character or all time in character? She had a very good balance of it. Um, but I mean, just like her persona, like in itself, um, kind of lends to, you know, that the older Beth Harmon character, not the younger Beth Harmon. Right, yeah. But, uh, you know, just that like uh, effortless, like class that she had, you know what I mean? So she could be, she could have been in character some days and you wouldn't have known, and then she could be out of character some days and she, you wouldn't have known. Um, but like truly like a wonderful person and would love to work with her again because she made everything so professional and you know there were times of joking and laughing in between takes but it was nothing ever anything that ever like caught you off guard or threw you off like it was always you know done well yeah i mean she is a grace it, it's just that's the way that i would describe it there is a grace to her movement to to everything it's just um, yeah I'm, I'm really impressed by her um in terms of actual chess i know you know anya was new to chess um, some people have played it a little bit, but uh, I, what was uh, for you guys? Uh, were you playing chess before? We were both very new to chess. Obviously, you know, we played as kids growing up and stuff like that, but nothing ever serious. Mm -hmm. um, but the fun thing about the show was, even though you never see Matt and Mike play chess in the show, you know, they are chess players. Yeah. But 
you know, they had a grandmaster on set with us and we had chess coaches. So we got to spend time with them learning, you know, proper moves and openings. Like we learned how to do a proper opening, which was the first time anyone's ever really explained it to me. So we also left with that experience as well. Now better understanding it. And cause like when you read the book, especially they go into very detail, like a, a lot of detail, I mean, about the moves and where they're moving. And if you don't have an understanding of what that means, it could be kind of confusing. Yeah. But once you learn it, you can kind of follow it along. It's almost like a dance in a way. Yeah. Uh, well, we see you kind of, uh, you know, towards the, towards the end when you guys were uh, teaming up to help her, you know, we see you at the chessboard. Uh, so, but it's, it's interesting. And you had, you know, the grandmaster is uh, Gary Kasparov. Who again, you know, growing up in 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 the former Soviet Union, Gary Kasparov was, you know, God in terms of uh, in terms of uh, chess. Uh, it was Karpov and Kasparov. Those are the two that I remember. Uh, and you know, chess is a really, really kind of well-developed uh, sport and activity in the former Soviet Union. Uh, I remember as a kid, just in in our backyard, uh, backyard there, you don't have private housing. Usually, you just have you know tall buildings. And, but in the backyard, there was a community center and in the community center, they were teaching chess. And I remember as a kid going there and kind of progressing through the, the little different steps. I didn't stick with it, but I remember, you know, teaching the openings or how to, you know, win in, uh, in six or seven moves and all of that stuff kind of somewhere is in the back of my mind. Uh, my, my, you know, closest friend, uh, actually both, uh, both of my best friends, are you know chess uh, chess guys? Uh, anytime we go somewhere, they just you know they kind of play chess, and I'm the moron sitting there and doing something else while both of them are playing it. So I I immediately called both. I said you have to watch this because this show is for you as much as it's for me. But you know it's 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 great uh, the way that they did it, and I read you know a lot of uh, information about it, and the moves were real. Uh, everything was real. Even when they were filming just the eyes, the moves were there. So it's cool that you guys had a chance to kind of dive into that cult culture. Yeah, she, Anya had to memorize so many moves. I think, you know, some of them were just quick little, you know, glimpses, but I think there was something like 350 games of chess in the series, yeah. you know, and she, she had to sit down and learn, especially even like the speed chess when she's playing like three people at once. It's like, you know, she had to learn that and that in itself just isn't easy you know? no and i i again from the acting perspective it's not just that you have to be in character and you have to know your lines but in addition to that you have to memorize the actual moves and counter moves and that was really really impressive um yeah. and as far as looks i mean sorry to cut you off but like even like she has to remember like oh that move was a good move or that move was a bad move and then react with her eyes you know because if you're just looking at pieces moving you might not understand what's really happening unless you have an understanding of the game so. it's again it, she needs to win something for this that's that's my opinion uh and so does the young one uh did you get a chance to uh, to work with the actress actually who... no sorry go ahead um, unfortunately we didn't get to get to work with her yeah but... i didn't I didn't Not see saying of her though. We wish we could have. Yeah, I didn't see it in any of the scenes because by the time you were introduced, it was already you know uh, Anya playing her. But I thought the the I am so sorry the uh, the younger girl who was playing uh, the young Beth. I did not look up your name. I will and will post it right below. But I thought she did a really really uh, fabulous job. Yeah, yeah, she was wonderful. 
Yeah. So um, again, from the you know from the acting perspective and and being around and kind of seeing the actors that you got to hang out with, were there any things that any things were there things that you picked up on that you're now able to utilize and uh, kind of put it in your acting uh, you know box of uh, tools? Um, definitely with Anya. Um, and again with Thomas, you know, because Thomas Roy Sankster was there and we'd worked with him on Godless. Um, but again, it's just, it's not as much the style, but it's the ease in which they do it. Like they, they go into it with such like, I'm blanking on the word, but it's just, it's almost effortless for them. Mm-hmm. And to have that, like from me being another actor, you know, I'm in my head stressing like, oh my God, gotta be word perfect. Gotta do this, gotta do that. And then you see them and they just make it look like it's another day. Let's do this. You know, it's, it's inspirational, you know, to know, like, just, you know, let it go, you know, make sure you know your work, know what you're going to do, be prepared and then just go with it, you know, and they're very good at doing that. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I'm in my head all the time. I'm highly analytical. It, it took me a long time to get most of it out and to be to be kind of grounded and free and play, but uh, it, it's a process for me. So yeah, yeah I get you. Um, you said that uh, you and Ross had a chance to travel. Um, did you travel just in Germany or did you go outside? Uh, mostly Germany because again, we also didn't want to travel too far out. You know, we had the ability to travel a little bit, but we didn't want to like yeah. be in Italy and get a call being, hey, they change your shoot date to tomorrow. <laughs> You know, so, but we went around Germany quite a bit. You know, we were staying in Berlin, but we went to Hamburg and uh, Magdeburg. We did go out a little bit, went to Prague for a day and a half. That was really beautiful. But just a lot of small towns, like we would just get on the train and just ride through the countryside, you know, because we could. And, you know, it's it's gorgeous. We love the weather there. It was that, you know, overcast skies, you know, that's, you know, it's wonderful. It is. Uh, Germany was really pretty. I, I was struck by how huge Berlin was. I did not expect that. Uh, I did not expect just the sheer size of the city. You know, I'm, I'm from Chicago, so it's not like I come from a small city, but I did not expect Berlin to be just massive. Yeah, and just like the juxtaposition of old and new yeah. is so crazy. Like you'll have these really old buildings and then right next to it, like a brand new skyscraper. You know, it's just crazy to see the two worlds colliding. Yeah, and uh, I remember before we, before we went to Berlin, I saw Bridge of Spies kind of, you know, right before that. So going to the, uh, to the DMZ and kind of going to the wall and walking there, it just, it was, it, it all brought back a lot of different memories. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, okay, let's talk, uh, let's talk martial arts and kind of how you get into it because from an acting perspective, I also find this interesting. Um, you know, Russ was already in New York. Uh, he was already studying. He said, hey, you know, do you want to come to New York? And you kind of decided uh, that you'll do that. You started studying. And then if, if I read correctly, please correct me if I am not. Uh, but you kind of, you started auditioning, you started your acting process, and then it fizzled a little bit for you. You didn't yeah. have as much of a heart in it. And that's where Muay Thai uh, came in. So first, before we get to Muay Thai, what did you find that kind of said, you know, I, I don't love this as much anymore? It wasn't, it wasn't that I wasn't enjoying the acting process mm-hmm. um, as much, but 
um, when I first moved to New York City, you know, I was, you know, I had moved there and I was like, okay, well, I'll do a little bit of like modeling, like fitness modeling, a little bit of acting, this and that. And, you know, and my interest was in acting, mm-hmm. but I had just like a couple of bad experiences, not with like acting itself, but people in the industry, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, it just kind of deters you and like breaks you down a little bit. And like, that's when I actually got into the martial arts it was, you know, something I always wanted to do growing up, but I never had the opportunity mm-hmm. to do it. And so one day, you know, I loved the style of Muay Thai. And so I looked up a gym and I found this place called Fight House, yeah. you know, in Midtown. And I went there and I started training with my coach, Brent Levy. And he had, he had started his own gym eventually called Evolution Muay Thai. Hmm. And, you know, it just became my life in like a good way. And I found myself kind of, I would still go on auditions and stuff, but it wasn't my priority. Yeah. You know, and I found like a family in it because everyone was so close, you know, in the fight world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I made some wonderful friends and like one of my friends right now, Angela Hill, you know, you can still follow her. She's doing very well in the UFC right now. Cool. So, you know, I, so I live vicariously through her. So, and eventually I got to the point to where I was missing acting and I didn't know what I wanted to do because mm-hmm. I didn't want, I didn't know if I wanted to go pro fighting and take that route or I didn't know if I wanted to continue what I moved to New York to do because I started to have that itch and that want to get back into it so that's when I decided to move to Hollywood I was like I'm gonna do it you know I love I love everything with fighting but that's a very limited career path <laughs> you know yeah. I mean you could always go with stunts you know you can do stuff like that but that wasn't really what I wanted to do so I made the decision to move to Hollywood and I was like, I'll do the whole, you know, pilot season thing. I'll go for a few months and just never went back to New York. <laughs> you know, I like left everything there. My, our little brother, he was, you know, he was, I lived in the apartment with him and he was just like, you're just not coming back, you know? And so, you know, he just had to sublet my room and we, we never really knew when I would go back. It just never happened, you know? So which is one of those crazy things, but I was very fortunate the whole time to continue working. And I'm glad I made that choice because, you know, everything kind of just started to fall into place for me. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get there in a second, but I wanted to circle back to something that you mentioned of the, you know, bad experiences within the acting community without naming names, but what were some of the bad things that happened to you that kind of uh, made you? Uh, like- like one of them was I was with an agency that is now dissolved. Um, they no longer exist, yeah. but they just, they weren't paying their, you know, their actors and models. Wow. You know, it would be like six months and we'd be like, Hey, where's our check? And they'd be like, Oh, it's coming. We have to hold it for X amount of time. And it was just like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like there is the understanding that a, you know, an agent has to get it and process it. And like some do hold it for like a week or two because of that. But, it should never be three months, six months, no. you know, so it was stuff like that. And, you know, just to have, when you would question it, to have them then come back with hostility, like as if like, that's just the way it is and live with it. I was like, I don't want to deal with that. You know, and that kind of put a sour taste in my mouth for what the, the business side of the career actually was, you know, as much as you could have a love for acting, like whether it's TV, film, stage, whatever, if that's the business side of it, then you don't want to have a part of it, you know? And so I'm glad that eventually I found the right reps mm-hmm. who were op- the complete opposite. You know, they were supportive. Everything's done on time. You know, there's never a question of where's the money, you know? So 
I'm glad I didn't let one bad taste ruin my entire career, but it did deter me in the beginning. And that's why I, you know, I decided to go a different route. I got you. And that probably, you know, I'm, I'm guessing uh, at this point, but if, if I were you at that point, I would go one up, you know, uh, you know, punch a heavy bag uh, and uh, kick a heavy bag for a little while to get the point. <laughs> yeah. I got it. So, um, you know, circling, not circling back, but moving forward. So you went to Hollywood, uh, you already have, you know, your competitive uh, Muay Thai um, specialist or, you know, practitioner. And um, that you said that that helped you get some, uh, some indie roles. Yeah, it really helped with some of my, you know, beginning roles because a lot of them, they wanted fight choreography and people who were comfortable looking like they were real fighters. And now I was just like, well, I am a real fighter. So obviously there's a little bit of differentiation. Um, obviously for film and TV purposes, you don't strike, you know, with as much precision as you would in a real fight because it doesn't play on camera. So there was a little bit of learning to, you know, even though I'm like, no, that's not proper. You know, it's not the proper way to punch. You have to understand, no, but on film, that looks great. <laughs> but no, it really helped me in the beginning land some roles. Very cool. And you're, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> it, it's going to be slower. And uh, it, everything has to look a certain way. Otherwise, it doesn't translate. Um, I, I talked to martial artists and I've had, um, you know, real martial artists on the show who uh, went into acting. And it took them a while to get used to it. Um, it it really was something that they that they had to grapple with of you know this is how you can do this otherwise it doesn't translate on camera or you're doing it too fast and you have to slow down <laughs> so it's 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 true um, but in Muay Thai um, you know I, I I'm not a Muay Thai uh, specialist by any, uh, any way shape or form I have never trained in Muay Thai I train more kind of mix and you know probably more more kung fu and uh you know uh hapkido and a bunch of styles kind of tied together but muay thai i'm a huge fan of because of tony ja um you know i was familiar with muay thai and then i saw ong buck and uh that that changed my whole you know appreciation for the genre because i love elbows i love knees and the way that he was using it and the way that he showed it on screen was amazing so yeah. what what made you choose muay thai as opposed to other styles i wanted something that was not that like i mean all fight styles in some way are competitive right but not all of them are combative you yeah. know for you know a lot of like karate's that you'll match up against people and you'll go point for point but, you know, I was very much in that zone of, like, I want to be hit, you know? Like, I, I want to have something, like, rough, like, you know, the, the grit that comes with it. But I wanted something more than boxing, you know, because I love, you know, growing up, I've got, there's four boys. There's four, you know, four little kids running around the countryside in upstate New York. Mm -hmm. So we would fight all the time. And, you know, part of the fun is using every limb you have. So, you know, I really wanted something to incorporate that, you know, the same as you said, like, I love knees, like, I love kicks, you know, I love the versatility. And also just, it's more that you have to work against. If you're boxing, you know, okay, I'm, I'm defending my, my upper half. Yeah. But with kickboxing, you got to defend the lower half too, you know, and I liked the challenge. 
Um, the style is beautiful. You know, I always just loved seeing it, whether it was portrayed in like a video game or a film. Mm-hmm. And it literally was just the first thing I looked up and it was, I was like, that's it right there. Yeah. Uh, come to think of it, Ong Bak was not the first time I was introduced to uh, Muay Thai. Kickboxer was the first time I was introduced to mm-hmm. Muay Thai with Jean-Claude. Uh, so Jean-Claude, my apologies, uh, Tony Ja, you're amazing. Um, yeah, I, it's, again, in the applicability of it, right? My, my, my kids do Taekwondo and Taekwondo is awesome, but in terms of practical applications of it and real street applications of it, it's, you know, it's MMA for a reason. Uh, and it's MMA for a reason, boxing for a reason, uh, you know, Muay Thai for a reason, because you know how to take punches. And your normal way of practicing is a fight. It's just, you know, it's not a fight uh, at the full on level, but sometimes it is. So you're used to it. 75%, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, you're, you, need to, you need to be punched a few times and you need to be kicked a few times to understand that, yeah, okay, it hurts, but I can continue working. Yeah. Uh, I am not that. <laughs> I learned that really early on that I love the art of it. I love practicing, I love watching, I love understanding. I, I know a few things. You know, I have my black belt, which I consider my honorary title. Uh, so I have that, but I learned very quickly that there are real fighters and then there are people who are appreciated. I'm definitely this. Yeah. So you still, uh, you still hit? I know Russ, Russ is in New York, right? So you're in, you're in LA, Russ well, is, Russ, uh, Russ is uh, in California as well. We're just home at the moment. Um, yeah, to be a family. Got but, it. So do you still, uh, do you still, you know, practice? Uh, how often do you do uh, Muay Thai? Uh, I still do pad work and stuff quite often. Like I had mentioned before, Russ and I will do it. Sometimes I'll pull in some friends to do it. Um, it's been hard this year because you can't really get people together. But no, we do still practice and train all the time. And who knows, maybe someday I'll get the, the itch to go back and do a fight or two. You never know. Maybe I'm just thinking from an acting perspective, right? Because Muay Thai, you do get hit in the face and you do get, you know, uh, bruises. So does your agent uh, and the kind of your whole team knows this is, <laughs> this is a guy that does this. And, you know, we, we may send him in for something and then his face may look <laughs> different by the time he comes to the audition. No, they do, they do know of my background. Um, I'd probably definitely have to run it by them if I was to get competitive again. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when I was in New York, I did go to several auditions with Black Eyes. Um, but the good thing is, is a lot of times you can successfully cover it up with like a makeup or something. Yeah. Uh, but then one time it worked in my favor because they were casting for fighters. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> look, so hey, it's real. Yeah. Ever changing business. Yeah. Very funny. Uh, by the way, and again, you being in shape, uh, you know, people can look at, uh, at some of your photos, you see a really athletic cut, uh, you know, muscular physique. Um, and that's the part where I'm like, you know, he played a nerd in in the in the uh, Queen's Gambit. Really, they didn't they didn't kind of show that part. And that would have you know opened some eyes. You know, was there? I know I know there was a pool scene, uh, but I not to my uh, recollection. Whereas you can really see you know how uh, how we were covered in towels and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys jumped into the pool, so there's like there was a little uh, kind of insert in there. But you know, was there any any point where you're like guys you know we, we can do something with this right um well i had joked about it because with my friends i was like 
I'm going to take this seriously. I'm a chest nerd. I'm going to stop working out <laughs> and I'm going to gain weight. And they're like, and like, I did, I did do that, you know, cause I didn't want to go into it, you know, being as ripped as I normally would just, I wanted to be more in the mindset of who Matt, Matt, the actor was versus yeah. Matt, the character was, I wanted to become Matt, the character. So, um, so I did stop working out. I did gain a little bit of weight and my friend's like, you gained five pounds. <laughs> like that's not really, I'm like, Hey, it's a start. But yeah. Well, don't, don't get into that habit. Don't be the actor who gained 30 pounds. <laughs> no, I would never be able to do that person that like they're gained 100 pounds for this role and then they lose 150 for the next role. You know, I don't know if I have that discipline. I remember cutting weight for fighting and, you know, just losing 20 pounds is not fun. Yeah. And it's not healthy. So don't, don't do it. Uh, Gary Oldman said, no, I'm, you know, I'm putting on a fat suit for, uh, you know, for the role. I'm not doing it. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it. And then, you know, last part on the martial arts side of, you know, there's a whole martial arts genre of uh, martial arts uh, films. So is, is this a genre that you ever wanted to kind of explore or audition for? Yeah, I would absolutely, you know, love to get into that. Um, I was just talking the other day, you know, I just recently watched the, the show Kingdom because they released it on Netflix. Mm -hmm. yep. And at this point, it's like, okay, there's nothing new on Netflix. <laughs> what are we going to watch? And I watched it and, you know, I was, the entire time I was watching all three seasons, I was like, I would definitely do a show like this. Like, it would be so fun. Um, they looked like they had, they, the good thing is that they kept the integrity, I felt, of the training and the, you know, the cutting of weight and the fights, which I really enjoyed, which I think is what would make something like that, where there'd be a film or a TV series so fun, just because you get to do the training and do the grueling sweaty runs, you know, there's something that goes along with that, that always makes me nostalgically miss when I did compete, you know, because there was just something about getting up at 4.30 in the morning to get your three mile run in before you would then have your quick little green shake before you go train for three or four hours. You know, it's just the nostalgia of it, I think would be amazing. No, no raw eggs, uh, you know, drinking them in the morning. I'm doing raw eggs, but I ate a lot of eggs <laughs> back in those days, a lot of eggs. I got you. Um, did you ever watch a Warrior, Cinemax's Warrior? I, no, I have not seen it, no. Dude. I'll put it on my list. Yeah, you, you, I, let me put it to you this way. I started uh, subscribing to Cinemax just to watch Warrior. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a show based on Bruce Lee's uh, writings. So it's, it's fantastic. I, I've had uh, one person on the show already, uh, on my show, from the, uh, from the show. Another one is coming on uh, next week. It's a really, really solid show. And then martial arts there is legit. Uh, so I, I, I suggest it. I'm going to watch and I'll send you an email. Like, hey, this is what I thought. Absolutely. And then uh, the other one where, again, uh, I, I grew up watching Karate Kid. Uh, you know, you're, you're younger, but uh, have you seen the, uh, uh, the new uh, Cobra Kai? No, I've just bits and pieces of it, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, but I did have the opportunity to work with Martin Cove on uh, a war film that I did a couple years back. So that was a mm -hmm. lot of fun to be able to talk with him you know about karate kid you know and so i'm gonna watch it everyone keeps wanting me to watch it just because of the nostalgia well not just nostalgia I, I started watching it because of nostalgia but the you know in in karate kid it's it's a great great series but not series series of films but the karate wasn't really you know there uh whereas in cobra kai 
they're they're doing serious training and the kids are are really into it and they're being trained by real uh people like um you know simon ray uh yeah. who's who's incredible martial artist uh i know there are others as well so the fights uh, and the fight sequences are legit and i really enjoy watching it and i've had uh you know one of the people on my show so it's um it's a really really good show from a martial arts perspective, from an emotional perspective, from a nostalgic perspective, and a continuity kind of of you know Karate Kid uh, whole uh, franchise, if you will. So and, I, and it's, it's good because it's quick bits too. You don't have to sit down for a whole hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. and you know you now don't have to wait because you know season uh, season three is coming out in so, January, so you can catch up and you can go straight through it where we had to wait you know a long time to get it. So. <laughs> Those are the two that I would definitely re recommend that for you. Okay. Well, listen, uh, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, wish you, you know, a lot of success. I know the series, hopefully it's not a limited series. Hopefully they, they come back and they get to uh, A lot of people want a second season. Um, the, the thing about it is though, it is based on a book and the book has been finished. So hey. they'd, have to, they'd have to create it. So we'll see what happens. Scott is a writer, so you know he he wrote he wrote the script based on the book. He can write the you know the second season. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Anna said she'd go back for a second season if it was there. So, and yeah, it's uh, I you know put me put me in the column of people who definitely want the show to come back. Yeah, we'll start. Let's start. Let's start. Thank you very much. Say hello to Russ uh, and uh, I'll, to I'll tell him to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. He he's most welcome. I have him. I have him come on. Um, and thanks to everybody for joining us on the, another episode of The Love of Acting. We know you love it as much as we do. Go watch Queen's Gambit. If you've watched it, watch it again. If you haven't, click on the link and go watch. Okay, everybody, take care. All right, thank you so much, Alan. Thanks.